What's going on, everybody? My name is Zach. I am a fourth year medical student at the Wake Forest School of Medicine, and you are listening to the Rad Ed Podcast. Let's jump right in. Okay, so in this episode, we are going to talk about the normal lung anatomy. And so this is important to understand and remind ourselves of before we move into understanding what is abnormal. And so to start out, we're going to talk about the pleura. So remember, the visceral pleura is the layer that hugs the lungs and forms your fissures. And then you have your parietal pleura that lines the chest wall. And now this is important because we can actually have air accumulate between these two and the lung can collapse in on itself. And that is called a pneumothorax. And so remember, the fissures are different on the right and left because the right lung has three lobes, an upper, middle, and lower, and your left lung has only two lobes, an upper and lower. And so the fissures are different on each side because on your right lung, you have the horizontal and minor fissure, and then you have your one big oblique major fissure. So you, in the right lung, you have the horizontal minor fissure and then an oblique major fissure. And in the left lung, you only have one oblique major fissure. And these fissures usually on a chest radiograph will show up as invisible or fine white lines. And this is important because if they are thickened, that could actually represent some excess fluid from a process such as congestive heart failure. So big picture lung anatomy, the trachea will come down and branch at the carina to form your left and right main bronchus. And then those will branch to form your lobar secondary bronchi. Those will further branch to form your segmental or tertiary bronchi. Those will further branch to subsegmental bronchi. And then finally into your bronchioles. And then your bronchioles at that point will organize into these functional units called secondary lobules, where you have a centrolobular artery and bronchus. And then those will branch into respiratory bronchioles into alveoli. And so we usually cannot see the bronchi on chest x-ray. They're just too thin and small. We can see the upper portion of the conduction zone. So remember the conduction zone is your trachea, bronchi, bronchioles, terminal bronchioles, and your respiratory zone starts at the level of their respiratory bronchioles going into the alveolar ducts and alveoli. And so you may hear the term parenchyma. Your lung parenchyma is the functional unit of the organ, and that is just your alveoli, their ducts, and the respiratory bronchioles. And remember the types of lung cells at that level, the type 1 pneumocytes, that do the gas exchange, and your type 2 pneumocytes that produce surfactant, and your alveolar macrophages that ingest and process debris. So the next structure to review is the diaphragm. So on a frontal chest radiograph, you will see the diaphragm is kind of two individual hills on the left and right, and we split these into what we call hemidiaphragms. And that's important when we look at a lateral radiograph because we can tell which side is which. Um, The left hemidiaphragm is usually obscured by the heart anteriorly and the right hemidiaphragm is continuous all the way anterior posterior and that's important because if there's an abnormality around the level of the diaphragm on either side the lateral radiograph you should be able to tell which one it is based on that fact so then moving to the pulmonary arteries so your left main pulmonary artery remember arches superiorly over the top of the left main bronchus And when we look at a lateral radiograph, um, there's an important relationship. So if you find the dark circle that is your bronchus on the left lateral radiograph, your right pulmonary artery will show up as an opaque structure anteriorly and inferiorly to that bronchus. And the left main pulmonary artery will show up superiorly. 
So each pulmonary artery, again, like we mentioned, will be slightly opaque compared to the lumen of the bronchus. So that's a good way to note where its normal position is. And then in terms of when you're actually looking at our frontal chest radiograph, your pulmonary artery will branch into smaller and smaller pulmonary arteries. And most of what you see on a chest x-ray on a frontal view, all those little white streaks are your pulmonary vessel markings, and they should taper peripherally as they branch and get smaller. And they actually will show up So they're showing up as these white lines, but those white lines will actually be thicker at the base of the lung. And that is normal, and that's just due to gravity, that you have more fluid at the base of the lung. So your lungs have supply from pulmonary arteries and bronchial arteries. So the actual bronchi will get um, arterial supply from branches of the aorta with your bronchial arteries. We don't really see those on a chest radiograph. And then remember that your pulmonary veins will drain everything back into the left atrium. Now, the lung innervation is um, from the parasympathetic, from the vagus, and your sympathetic from the thoracic ganglia. And remember the the parasympathetic will serve to cause vasoconstriction, bronchoconstriction, gland secretion, and your sympathetic will do the opposite and open things up. And then a very important thing to remember is your lymph drainage of the lung. The lymph drainage will go to the hyla. And so the hyla is a very important structure to note on a chest radiograph. This is where your pulmonary arteries are branching out, your bronchi are branching out, and all of the lymph drainage is collecting. And so this brings us to, we can talk a little bit more about the lateral radiograph because there are so many things that you can see on a lateral film that you can't quite see on a frontal film. And there are some normal features of a lateral radiograph to take note of and remember what the normal looks like so that on a lateral radiograph, if these normal findings aren't there or they look different, then that can point to something abnormal, some type of pathologic process going on. And so, for example, one of those features is there is normally a clear retrosternal space. So behind the sternum, there's normally a clear space. And if there's not, and there's some type of opacity filling that space, that could point to something like a mediastinal mass. A second feature is there should be no major shadow around the hyla. And so if there is, that could point to something like a hilar lymphadenopathy, which could suggest an underlying systemic disease like sarcoidosis. The height of the vertebrae should be consistent from thoracic to lumbar spine. And then this is a very important point, your costophrenic angles. So on frontal and lateral radiograph, you should be able to see your costophrenic angles. This is where the outer chest wall and ribs meet the angle of the diaphragm. And they form this really sharp angle that can be really good for us to look at to see if there's any fluid collecting. And so on a frontal radiograph, your costophrenic angles will be lateral. And on a lateral radiograph, your costophrenic angles will be posterior. And it actually takes less fluid to fill the posterior costophrenic angle for us to be able to see and tell that there's opacity and blunted um, angle there. And so the lateral radiograph is really key and pretty, has a pretty decent sensitivity to detect fluid there in that posterior costophrenic angle. And then lastly, we mentioned this earlier, on a lateral radiograph, you should be able to see your right hemidiaphragm continuously all the way front to back, and this is referring to a left lateral radiograph. So hopefully this episode gives you a pretty solid foundation of normal lung anatomy, a good review. That way when we move on to talk about things like pneumonias and pneumothorces and Um, interstitial lung disease, you'll have an idea of all of these terms in the normal anatomy so that we can better understand what is abnormal. And so as with all studies and indications, remember when looking at an image, do not forget to look at all of the structures in the field of view 
Even if you're just reading a chest x-ray to rule out pneumonia or pneumothorax, remember to view all of the other structures like the bones, the clavicles, the humerus, the thoracic vertebrae. These can give us a really good sense of an underlying systemic illness. And so that's it for this episode. And remember, the references can be found in the show notes on listennotes.com. And we hope this was helpful and we'll see you guys in the next one.